Dan Dickow here, Gonzaga Nation SI, the WCC Weekly, and what a week it was in the WCC. I, I continue to have that theme each time I kind of recap this, the, the previous week and then look ahead to the week that is about to be. Um, you know, when you look at this past week for Gonzaga in particular, Talk about ups and downs, uh, you know, from the previous weeks where you had three straight road games where you won in the clutch to a blowout home win. Uh, you're really tested this past week. Uh, you're tested because of the way that LMU played. Um, you're tested the way that um, they responded when you made a run late. And then they responded uh, by having the game winning bucket and play by Cam Shelton. Um, so. We all know that was a loss for Gonzaga. Broke a 76-game home winning streak. LMU hadn't won in Spokane since 1991. Uh, but you got to give a uh, tip of the cap to, to Coach Stan Johnson. A really good game plan. And then Kelly Pepe in particular, uh, Cam Shelton really executed it. Cam Shelton was best player on the floor uh, down the stretch of the game. Ball was in his hands. He made the right decisions. Um, he... he controlled the tempo he controlled the pace and then he made the big time shot with about 15 seconds left so uh you know if you look at big picture wcc he wins my player of the week award uh last year last week obviously he did win that um as voted on by other media members as well but 28 against gonzaga 26 uh in their second game uh where unfortunately for lmu they lost um to santa clara um uh excuse me they beat USD. Um, so uh, player of the week, Cam Shelton. Uh, finishing up, just quickly talk, touching on Gonzaga. Bounced back with a win, even though it, it was uh, a struggle defensively. I mean, you give up 90 points to Pacific. Um, you know, you, you got to look at a couple different things. What, what were your defensive assignments, rotations, or were you just in a fast-paced game? And I think it's a little bit of both. You know, a lot of people are concerned about 90 points, but, um, you know, when you play like Gonzaga, the pace, there's going to be a ton of possessions. So you got to look at the points per possession and the efficiency on the defensive end of the floor. Uh, it's not where they want it to be, um, but you can't get um, too bent out of shape that, that they gave up 90 points uh, because of that pace. Uh, continuing through the league, St. Mary's sitting at 7-0 and in first place. They're finally back in the top 25, which is, uh, sitting at 22 in both the coaches and the AP poll while Gonzaga uh, slid eight spots to 14, which I think is about right at this moment in time. I think St. Mary should be higher, quite frankly. I think they should be around that same 14 to 18 mark that Gonzaga is. Uh, they just don't they don't have the national reputation and, and credibility from years past that uh, people are used to with Gonzaga. And uh, St. Mary's is darn good this year. They're they're experienced in many positions. They have enough youth where there's still going to be a lot of growth, um, in particular in their leading scorer, Aiden Mahaney, which makes it a little scary. Uh, they've got rebounding, they've got size, and defensively, you know, you look at their efficiency numbers there on that end of the floor, they're top six or seven, I believe, as last time I checked a couple days ago. Um, but they had a really good week. Um, they they uh they beat Pepperdine 73-44 and Santa Clara 77-58. And that was kind of a statement game because a lot of people were curious if Santa Clara could break into uh for sure that top three, maybe even challenge uh St. Mary's. And it didn't it didn't look that way. And when you look at St. Mary's defense, 
they took out the best player on each of those two teams. Maxwell Lewis for Pepperdine was held to five points. Brandon Pajimski was held to seven points. So they put together a terrific game plan, and then they executed and make life difficult for for the opponent. So great job for St. Mary's. You, then you you talk about on the on the side of in the angle of of Santa Clara, they're sitting at four and three. They had a big win against BYU. Uh, Keyshawn Justice, 23 points. Carlos Stewart, uh, 21. And, and Pajimski had 17 in that game. So that was big to kind of begin to separate themselves um, from that middle of the pack to be that next tier uh, or at the top of the middle of the pack. Uh, and then the loss to, to St. Mary's, which we just spoke of. Uh, LMU's right behind them. Um, you know, they've got uh, – they beat – USD and they lost to Gonzaga. Um, they've got a big one coming up um, this in about two weeks. They play Santa Clara on the February 11th. So um, they only play one time this year. So I think that's a really key game, a really important game to look at. BYU sliding a little bit because they brought both games, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, but LMU and Santa Clara look to be really kind of fighting for that number three and number four uh, slot in the WCC, which again is important because of seeding in the conference tournament. Uh, BYU, as mentioned, dropped both games in the Bay. So they're sitting at four and four in conference play. They were at Santa Clara at USF. That Santa Clara game we talked about where the big three each had uh, good games for Santa Clara. Um, Rudy Williams, 24 off the bench for uh, BYU. Uh, Treori, uh, Gideon George, uh, playing okay but they're not being you know the dominant figures uh that that mark pope needs them to be and then at usf uh byu dropped a game 82 74 rudy williams again had a good game 28 points he is very efficient 10 of 13 from the field um but they gave up 12 threes in the backcourt of, of usf had a great game uh kalosha Baz at 21 tyrell roberts a career high 30 points um so that that the, that for me that that San Francisco team it's such they're hot and cold because of how their guards go because they can shoot you in it and they can shoot you out of it in a hurry, um, but that's a scary team because they have that firepower. Uh, the Pilots of Portland next at three and four looks like they may have righted the ship a little bit after that beatdown Gonzaga gave them by forty on the road. They won both games. They beat USD. 88 to 83. Moses Wood uh, looks like he's healthy again, which is great. Uh, 26 points, seven rebounds, eight of nine from the field. They, as a team against the Toreros, shot 80, excuse me, 61% from the field. So you're seeing, uh, I think, a team that, that finally has some practice time together to, to build that chemistry and, and get used to what needs to be done um, in Shantae Leggins' system. And they followed that up with a game against Pepperdine where they won 91-76 at home. Moses Wood, another good game, was 17. Uh, the Pilots made 14 threes in that game, uh, and five guys were in double figures. So uh, very typical of Ashante Leggins' team going back to the time he was at Eastern Washington. Lots of options, space the floor, freedom for guys to shoot it, make plays. Uh, Pacific is tied there with, with the Pilots sitting at three and four, the Tigers. 
Um, you know, they were that they were that upstart early in conference. They started off at three and one. They've now lost three games in a row this past week. They were at USF, which we all know is a tough place to play. They lost 78 57. Um, they gave up 13 made threes to USF and they only shot 31% from the field for the game. 31%. You, you're not, you're not going to be in ball games. You're not going to have a chance to win games when you shoot that from the field. Uh, they turned around and played the Zags at home in Stockton. And as I mentioned at the top of the broadcast, they lost 99-90 in, in an up-and-down game. Um, but Gonzaga was able – Drew Timmy had the career-high 38. Gonzaga shot 59% from the field. But if you're following this in, in regards to looking at uh, what Pacific did, you got to think there's there's a little bit of promise there. Five guys were in double figures. Um, you were negative 13 on the glass and you still only lost by nine, um, had a couple really good performances. Ivy Curry, uh, Boone, uh, all I thought played really well. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, you're talking about the firepower of Gonzaga on the offensive end. It was just too much Drew Timmy, um, with that career high 38 that I mentioned, uh, bottom two in the league. Um, uh, it's not a big surprise based off of what we saw in the non-conference and it's continued um usd with steve lavin they've got a, a a rebuild going they got a lot of talent they just haven't put it together yet uh, i think that's that's going to be a unique program to keep an eye on in the next year or two uh, we know steve lavin has recruited the highest levels at ucla uh, as well as at st john's so um, it'll be interesting to see once he kind of really gets his vision uh, going what they're going to do down there, but they dropped a game to LMU 98 84, uh, where they gave up 14 made threes. They were down 10 on the glass. Mark Marcellus Erlington continued to play well. He had 24. Jace Townsend had 21, but it was not enough. Uh, it kind of kick started LMU um, with that positive energy making 14 threes. So then they go up uh, to Spokane and get that big win um, themselves. Uh, then they lost at UP, 88-83. 11 made threes in that game, um, but it wasn't enough because the Pilots shot 61% from the field. Marcellus Erlington, 32 in that game. Uh, Pepperdine, 0-7 um, now on the season. 0-7. Um, they've got talent. You would think that talent would would start to generate some experience and, and some some winning mentality. And it just hasn't been the case yet. Um, sometimes teams have to go through some struggles and then all of a sudden it clicks overnight. So if you're a Pepperdine fan, you got to hope that it's going to turn over and click any day now. Um, but it's been a little bit of a struggle there. But uh, Pepperdine lost to St. Mary's 73-44. And with that, they only shot 30% from the field. I talked about on the St. Mary's side, they forced – Pepperdine's best player, Maxwell Lewis, uh, into a struggle where he only had five points. They do such a good job of taking that away. Matter of fact, St. Mary's, or excuse me, Pepperdine only had one player in double figures that, that night, and that was Houston Millette, 15 points, 5'11 from the field. Everybody else was a combined 11 of 42 from the field. So that's hovering right around 27% or so, not going to cut it. And they were just dominated on the glass. They were negative 18 on the glass that day. Uh, they did put up a little bit better effort at Portland. Uh, Maxwell Lewis bounced back with 18 points, um, but they gave up 14 threes. So um, not a good week overall for Pepperdine, um, but that kind of seems to be the recurring theme. When you look at this week, 
Um, you know, Gonzaga only has one game. They've got that Thursday bye. I think it comes at the right time because guys are looking tired. You're almost to those dog days of February. Uh, you've got BYU one more time. You've got Santa Clara one more time. You've got St. Mary's twice. You can kind of get a five, six days stretch after that last game at, at Pacific. You guys, you can get some guys healthy that need it, some rest for guys that need it. You can get some extra skill work for the guys that aren't playing big minutes, maybe build their confidence with reps and skill work drills, uh, as well as practice, uh, getting ready to go um, for for their game on Saturday um, at University of Portland. So uh, WCC continues to trend in the right direction. Five teams in the top 100 of net, which is important because it begins to situate and, and break down more quad one and quad two opportunities. And the fact that I think Pacific or Pepperdine, those are the only two teams in the 200s. They're both hovering around the 210 to 220 mark. If if they could find a way to to, to knock off, um, you know, one of the middle of the pack teams with a win, maybe their quad or their net ranking climbs into the hundreds. And if that were the case, now you're really starting to take away those quad four loss opportunities, which is huge uh, for the entire league. So that being said, great league this year. Lots of excitement. Should be another good week. Check us out uh, on all social media platforms, Gonzaga Nation SI. Like, subscribe, review. Uh, We'll take care. We'll see you soon.